Welcome to Mission to Music. This is what you need to do. I'm Gina Giuliano with over 25 years in the music business and one of very few women to become a program director in FM and digital radio in the United States over the years. Each week I will have a special guest or band to talk about their place in the music industry. This week I've got the kick-ass alt-rock band from Detroit, Michigan, Press Your Luck. Press Your Luck is Ricky Fry's vocals, Jim Ash, rhythm guitar, Brandon Howcraft, lead guitar, Nick Thibodeau, drums or Thibby for short, Nick Stedman, bass, a.k.a. Steady. Today we've got Thibby, Ricky, Brandon, and Steady with me. Welcome, guys. Right. Hi, you know, uh, <laughs> hey, it's so happy to have you guys here. So I would like to find out how you guys all connected with Press Your Luck. You know, getting a band together is not that easy. Um, so I'd love to know how you guys all got together. Yeah, uh, that's actually kind of a, it is a crazy kind of connection how we all got together. Um, me, Well, first off, me and Jim are cousins. So we've, you know, known each other our whole lives, obviously. And uh, we were jamming during the pandemic. And, um, you know, we, we both just play guitar. So the first person we thought of when we even thought about um you know, starting to jam was, uh, was, was Thibby. So that was actually how me and him met, I think, or I might've known him a little before, but, um, really didn't know him much until this band and, um, quickly became really, really good friends. And then we jammed as a three piece for a while, wrote, uh, the EP and, um, a couple other things. And, uh, when it came time to play our first show, we needed, uh, you know, a bass player and another uh, guitar player to help uh, carry the load so I could do more stuff vocally and have to worry about guitar. And so that's when we, uh, when Jim uh, added uh, Brandon and, and Steady and uh, they fit like a glove and it's just been it's good soup. Yeah, good soup ever since. <laughs> love it. I love that. So Rocket Knight says, from melody-driven punk and post-punk, who's Cadoo style, to emo and pop rock, it is all there in those three minutes or so. So how would you describe your music? Yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much hits it on the head. Um, I mean, we're still figuring out our, our sound, because those, those, the EP that we put out, um, those were the first three songs that we really completed uh, as a group. And like I said, that was just me and Jim and, and Bibby. So uh, our sound has kind of changed so far. Um, but the, the songs that we've written as a five piece, they're not going to be out until uh, we go to the studio in September. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the first, uh, you know, this EP, I would say, yes, yeah, it's in that kind of pop punk, uh, emo, alternative kind of realm. <clears throat> Right. I think it takes you uh, on a trip down like a nostalgia. You know, we're we're all um, from that era of music, so it's definitely like all the parts that we want to incorporate from that era of music that we love so much with a newer spin on it too. So I think it definitely takes a lot of our influences, and it uh, yeah, it, it can take you on a trip. You know, it's very melodic and then happy, and then if you listen to the lyrics, you know, there's there's emotional content in it too. So um, it's definitely like feeling driven. I think you really write from the heart, Ricky. Would I be right in saying that? Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's kind of, 
you know, I always wear my heart on my sleeve anyway, but it's, you know, I, you know, uh, I, I can't help it. <laughs> I've tried to write uh, poetic, you know, cool things and I, it just came out, you know, just genuine because that's how I am. I don't know that, you know what I mean? I just, it kind of came do an out amazing, more. You do an amazing job. Like I love in my bones. I play it all the time. Um, oh, from, um, Spotify in my car. I'm like, God, this is a great song. Oh, thank you. And you know, that was the first one that we wrote. And when we, when me, uh, Sibby and Jim, like really started to catch a groove with that song, we were, we all looked at each other's eyes like, uh, I think we got something here guys. And that was really the catalyst for, uh, all the work that we've put in so far. Absolutely. No, it's awesome. Now, who would you say, like, well, well, for example, Thibby, who are your musical influences? Um, Drum-wise, like, you know, I'm a huge fan of Travis Barker, um, Stuart Copeland. A lot of drummers that play for the song, but also, like, create a melody with the drums and, like, drive the bands. Um, and also, though, like, I like really good songwriters, like, the Heartbreakers guy one of my favorite songwriters but like, i think it's all in the, like carrying a good song and telling a story so i definitely uh you know i bring that at what's funny was like you said you like in my bones was we have been trying to come up with something and i brought the littlest part of a guitar lick you know i'm i play guitar a little bit but i like brought it and then these guys made it into what it is today you know it was four notes and they made it in a six or whatever and like made it into an actual riff um so that's where that kind of came along that's very cool yeah. yeah it's funny we all kind of put our two cents into that one like you know we were all we were we were kind of grasping at straws for ideas to write something and and uh Sibby was like you know we're kind of working on this thing and he had a very um what's the word just like uh bare bones kind of uh uh chord progression and i just hearing what he had, I was like, oh, I know what you're going for. And just was like, here, let's play like this. And uh, it came to be that riff. And then uh, we jammed that for a while. And we were like, this is sweet. And Jim was like, you know, I'm hearing uh, I'm hearing this, like, you know, I feel it in my bones. And he literally just said those three things like that. Or I think it was, I feel it when you lie to me. That was, all, that was those uh, six words or whatever. Uh, and... I took that and ran with it. I was like, okay, so that's, you know, kind of where we're going with the songs. It just fit uh, perfectly. And, uh, yeah, that was all she wrote. <laughs> and with, uh, and, sorry, Ricky, but, and with the guitar part, too, that I came with, it wasn't necessarily the part itself that was so good. It was the rhythm behind the part. So I had written it kind of like what I had felt I wanted to play on the drums to a guitar part. Right. You know, and that's like the dun 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 da 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 you know that type of stuff like very like syncopated and dry. yeah i think that's been one of our powerful the band is we we are very rhythmic and have a very good um yeah sense of rhythm as a whole i think i think that's why you resonate so much with people um you know i i think your music's just it is melodic yet there's a message yet um there's rhythm to it so that's why i think you really resonate with people um you know, for me anyway, that's how I felt about it. And it's uh, very singable and uh, kind of goes on in your head, even, now, even when you're done listening to the song. So <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah, 
So who writes the lyrics? Now, I know it's you, Ricky. Don't you write? Don't you write most of the lyrics? Yeah. Um, but like, you know, in my bones, like Jim kind of started me off. He had this, uh, idea and then that was stuck in my head. So I went with that. Um, the other, uh, tell me why, uh, that was a song I wrote completely on my own in my room, like 10 years ago, <laughs> still trying to figure out how to write songs and stuff. Um, so I had written all of those. Um, it just kind of depends. Like I'm, you know, I, uh, I kind of take, you know, if somebody's got a good idea and I get inspired by it, then, you know, I'll work that in. Um, but I don't, we all kind of work off each other kind of shit. So yeah. 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 We all put our two cents in. <clears throat> So is there any fighting? I mean, there's always, there's always, you know, little, uh, whatever, little quarrels. I always say that, you know, when, when you're jamming, it's like, or even in the studio or whatever, it's like, uh, it's like a boxing ring, you know, like you go into it expecting to, to get a couple black eyes or whatever, you know, like you, you you're going to bring <laughs> your best. expected. But... <laughs> yeah. You know, like, cause you know, somebody's going to feel really passionate about one thing and, you know, it's kind of how much do you want to fight for it? And, I think we've been pretty good at, uh, like, like knowing which battles to fight. Sure, sure, that makes sense. And everyone's idea. Like, we at this point in our lives, we've all been in a lot of bands, and like, we'll be like, "Yeah, let's just try it," and it totally doesn't go over, you know. And sometimes something really cool comes out of it. So I try to like, let's play it. Like, even if it doesn't sound like us or it's weird. Like, you know, like what, if, it, if, if it's in the moment, it's being creative, like what's creative for what it is. And it might be something that we're not going to use. But at the same time, you know, the more we finish and complete songs, the better we get at writing them. Definitely. You know? So do any of you have any formal training playing your instruments or Ricky singing? I do not have any. I taught myself how to play guitar, just just like reading tab books and playing along to songs and, you know, singing I just have always done in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, but no training or anything. I don't know about the other guys, but I mean, I, I took, pretty much the same thing. I did the, I like, I, I think I took two lessons that my parents bought for me and I, like, they were just showing me stuff that wasn't like, like grasping that I didn't like. So I was like, I want to play rock music. And then they showed me like the most simplistic songs, but I learned like power chords and then, the internet you know we, i could get tablature so then i just self-taught myself and then i i just like anytime i wanted to learn a song i would just go online and then try to figure out how to learn it or learn it by ear and then i just grew over the years that's awesome i my the majority of my childhood from like 1998 so i would have been like 10 years old until i was about 17 and you and you learn then yeah, and I mean, I learned a lot on my own, too, but the lessons, like, you know, I took them pretty regularly. Um, I had a few different teachers, but I, um, it definitely helped me, like, same type of thing. They kind of showed me what's up and taught me how to count, and, you know, and then I had some musicians around me teach me other instruments, but that's about the most, like, with drum lessons would be where I might more train the most. That's great. I can read drum. So. No, that's awesome. I think... I, most drummers I've met, they have had formal training. It, it seems, you know, because it seems kind of hard to me anyway. Um, you know, and sometimes when you're going in the studio, I'm sure you played a click track. Um, you have to learn how to do that, and that's what I'm thinking. All right. I've been reading music since, like, fifth grade, I think. 
Oh, that's awesome. Roughly. Yeah. yeah. So that's why the rhythm is so tight, right? Because uh, Simon and I actually took lessons. Right. That's why. Um, so what makes press your luck tick? Like, what is it that kind of gets you guys excited to play every week, to practice, to do shows? What is it about it? Is it the love of music? Is it because you love being with your bandmates? Is it all of that? What would you say? I would say it's a collection of all that. It's a childhood dream for most of us. Um, you know, love of music and, um, you know, a lot of what drives me personally is like I I work around the stuff every day, so I just see it happening and I just want to do it, you know. But I mean, I get to, I work with instruments every day at work too, so like my whole life is music, and I just I love it. And I just want to get out there and do it. Let me ask you this: is is there a quote unquote plan B, or is there just a plan A and there's no plan B? Uh, I would say there's a plan. A plan A, um, I would say for me, there's only one plan. Like, I work in music and I plan on playing music. Right. Other than that, you know, if, I, if I'm lucky enough to purchase, like, a business doing what I do now, um, whatever I do, it's going to be around music for the rest of my life, you know. Unless I learn how to, you know, make money other ways. But I've tried, uh, me, I've tried a different jobs and it always comes back to, like, production music industry related stuff and i've just found that that's where i'm the happiest and that's where i function the best yeah it's interesting i mean it, really in any industry there's so many people who they just you know phone it in every day and they don't really like it and by the time they're done they're like oh i just spent 30 years at a job i hate you know and yeah. that's why i think it's so important to you know find out what your passion is and and go for it i mean i've been lucky to be doing music in some capacity for the last 30 years in fact, all my brothers play instruments, and um, I play records. You know, that's what I did. But um, so you guys anticipate, you're just like, I think that's good to have that mindset that there is no plan B. We're, we're going to make it. We're going to do this. We're going to do what we have to do to get there. Would you say that's your mentality? Yeah. yeah. We only live once, right? That's right. So um, you, don't, you don't you don't want to regret it on your deathbed. So it's kind of that no, I don't. I don't really see anybody going. Oh, I wish I would have spent more time at work. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think to, like, but kind of answer your original question a little bit. What like, like what makes us tick? I think that at the at the core of it, like, we, we really started this band just because we like to play music. Like, we wanted to make music that we like, and we love to play it. And we love each other. So every time we get to practice and or play a show or do something, it's it's like that is what we look forward to and that's what we that's what we want to do with our time. So whether this works out or it doesn't, like, you know, we're still doing what we wanna do. Every week I look forward to my experience with the band and then like it's just always like a good reset and we always get to like have fun, we do what we love. And then we get to, like, I don't know, express ourselves in a normal setting that we just, like, feel normal and comfortable around each other. And it's just, like, I think that's what drives us to actually push and write more music and better music and tighten up as a band and be more uh, adamant in the industry. Right. Now, you guys are currently writing, and then you're getting ready to go in the studio in a few months, correct? Yep. Yep, we're going to be in the studio in September. That's, that's the goal right now. Very cool. Now, what is and that's gonna be, you know, hopefully 
Like that's uh, I'm predicting this next one. Like the first one, the first EP was like, see, there's some songs and we're starting out, and there's like this next one we're really sinking everything into it to make it like one cohesive piece of art that you want to listen cover to cover every time, you know. So it flows together where you don't want to hear this song without hearing it roll into the next song. Is there a theme to the next EP? I don't know quite about that yet. Um, but because we're, we're not done writing it all yet, yeah. you know, right sure, now. I don't know. Yeah. A feeling for it, but that might be a good question for Ricky. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's kind of too early really to tell. Like, we've got a good chunk of songs, but, and they're all similar. So there very well could be a theme that we don't even realize yet, you know? <laughs> it could come organically. Yeah, I've noticed that, um, you know, with uh, with a lot of our songs that we've written, like the more we play them and the longer we get to know them, the more we realize, you know, wh- uh, what works in the song and what doesn't. Like sometimes we'll play something a certain way for like a month or two and then be like, oh, this doesn't serve the song anymore because you get to know it more, you know, and and, yeah. and you and you and you know what uh, is going to do it justice or not. <clears throat> so are you guys writing like say 20 songs and then you pick four to go on the ep how does that work um i would say right now we have we're recording six on this ep and we have four written but we've also we have four that would potentially go on it at the moment but we've also written probably like nine songs so far gotcha. you know not all the sweet ideas but we wait you know we when we go we write a couple songs at each practice earlier or get a couple ideas started and then we um you know from there so we do have more songs than we play but we have like four of those pretty solid right now that are that are potential for the ep but you know four months there might be a whole nother batch and maybe one or two of them will stick around sure yeah now who is who would you love to go on tour with oh i mean like uh, that's a that's a broad question. Like, are we talking like <laughs> we died in with the heaven and we can do whatever we want, or like yeah, yeah realistically uh, both? I, mean, I don't know. We just saw Blink One Eighty Two last night. I would love to love to tour with them, but you know, yeah, I think that would be. I think that's the you know the end goal always. But I think yeah. the cool tour with would be like uh, Neck Deep or the story so far. Um, We're strong. Four years strong. The one years. Oh yeah, those would all be like dreams. Yeah. And attainable dreams, I think. So yeah. So do you guys try? Yeah. Do you reach out to any of these people? You know, are you digging like for who's the manager, the promoter, the booking agents, anything like that? Um, we, we just kind of started thinking about like uh, going on bigger tours like that, and but we, you know, we most of us work in the music touring scene uh and have worked with people um that have also worked for those bands and uh kind of have connections like that so we haven't really uh explored that yet but um i think it's on the horizon to to kind of think about doing yeah yeah i don't think i don't think it's unattainable yeah it's very within our grasp i think i think so too definitely and you know if you guys got the opportunity i would imagine to go on a you know even a short run i'm sure you guys would be like i gotta go you know and, uh, oh yeah oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> without, without like see you guys i'm out <laughs> do well, your jobs I always try like 
that's why I'm always like, that's in the forefront of my future is I'm saving my money. It's like, I got to have enough money to pay bills, but I also got to have enough money to like pay the bills for two months so I can dip out for six weeks. There you go. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. I always want to be ready to go, you know? Yeah. In fact, um, I, I, uh, I have a band that I work with that, um, they just all work like part-time jobs. They're like, we're just ready. We're getting ready yeah. to jump on the road. I'm like, Hey, no plan B. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, just focus. Yeah. I think yeah. that's great. That's, yeah. That's like burning the boat. Uh, <laughs> like the Trojans did, you know, you, you, there's no turning back. You're right. stuck on the island. <laughs> exactly. What's right. funny. It's funny is, um, I remember I went to Purdue. I got a degree in TV and radio and I get out and I join, um, Q101 radio in Chicago, the alt rock radio station. My dad sent me letters going, what is this rock jock thing you're doing? he's like, I just spent 60 K on your education. <laughs> I still have these letters and I just ignored him. I'm like, I'm sorry. This is what I want to do. And I, I followed through and I, you know, I began running radio stations at 26 years old. So I was happy with that. That's why I think it's really good that you guys are, focused on what you want to do and you're following through and you're doing what you love and it it matters it really matters so let me ask you guys uh what is next for you guys at the immediate future i guess it's playing shows as well as writing and um recording in the studio do you have any shows coming up so we have a show june 10th in corktown in detroit um, we have a show July 8th in Ferndale. We have a couple, like, pro- we have a private party we're going to play, too. That's going to be fun. And then we have um, a show in um, in Kalamazoo, like, further out in Michigan in August. So we're, we're kind of getting, like, two shows a month right now. And right, and also something we deal with, too, is, like, our other guitar player, Jimmy, he's on, he's on, he's on, he's on tour with some of these bands. And um, so, like, right now our main focus is, like, Knocking out our set to to make bring a proper performance because we're still in an infancy in our live performance. So like we're trying to like dial that in so it's a full on like product, you know, so people come and they get to see a full show, um, you know, like thirty minutes of just music packed, you know, like pushed down your throat and um, and choreography and like background vocals because we're down to four, you know, we're down to four people. So like yeah, we want it to be fully baked. Sure, sure. So yeah. that's awesome. Well, if I were there, I'd come see you. Anybody in the Michigan area, go see Press Your Luck. Um, so last question, what are your words to live by? Each one of you guys. What is it that you live by? It's a big question. It just spring on us. I immediately knew my answer. You have oh, one, Ricky. You have one, Ricky. I know you do. <laughs> So mine, I and it's so funny. It's a quote from Joe Dirt: "Life's a garden, dig it." There hey. you go. That's what I'm talking about. Fibby, <laughs> what do you say? Ricky. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean the one that pops in my head that I think about all the time is um, um, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So. If you want to go, you know, if you're if you're going to do something, do it full on. And if you do that with everything, you know, you're going to be pretty, you're going to be in a pretty good spot. That's awesome. I like that. Anyone mm-hmm. else? I agree with Ricky. 
<laughs> Come on, you guys are pretty wise. Come on. You're the wisest one in the band. All right, well, I'm going I'm to share mine. Um, All right. All right. Basically, I got this from my dad, and I absolutely 100% live by this. Always be honest and do the right thing. Indeed. I love that. And sometimes, yeah, well, sometimes it served me well and sometimes it hasn't. Um, sometimes people don't like the truth. You know, you, you get yeah, choked totally. out, but it was worth it. I told the truth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That kind of, reminds, kind of reminds me of another one since we're, you know, we, we're lacking a couple. But uh, another one that stuck with me is uh, um, every action you take is a vote for the kind of person you want to be. So I think it kind of goes into the same uh, what you were just saying in a way. Yeah. Like you want to do the right thing all the time. Right. If you want to be yeah. a, a good person, you know. For me, my biggest thing is just like, I don't know if it's quite a quote, but like every day I just try to be the best person I can be and be in the in the present moment that I'm in. I like to gaze into the future and stuff and look at the past, but I try. I find if I just stay present in my activity at hand, I can com- uh, complete the tasks of each day right. better. Well, and I think you just feel better as a person, you know, you can sleep well at night knowing that you did the best you could and you did a good job and, you know, maybe you made somebody's day. You never know. Quote that is new and this is this is a press your what quote and you will hear it more as time goes on. Morale is low. Risks are high. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Our motto at the moment. We had it. one practice that all of us were really, like, really, really tired. We just like all looked around. And we we're like, dude, the morale is really low. And then I, I don't know who said it, but someone was like, the ribs are really high, though. <laughs> you need to put that uh, on yeah, your I website. I, I love was, it. it was, I didn't want to take like credit, but I think it was me. But it was really funny. It was like comic relief, and then we were like, that's actually really good. <laughs> that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank Heck you yeah. guys. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And definitely check out Press Your Luck on all streaming platforms, YouTube, and PressYourLuckBand.com. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You. Oh, always a pleasure. Definitely. You're the best.